Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. I am Aaron and here as always with the man, Jason <laughs> JJ Jenkins. How you doing? Man? I'm doing awesome, Aaron. Great to be here with you today. Good. This is uh, our fourth episode and today we want to talk about the goal of phase two of the aerial invitation and why that's so important yeah. um, as we follow this process. Um, and so we're going to move through the second piece and, and look at our five kind of big points of focus and, and what those are there for. But before we begin, my friend Jason has been a busy guy. Yeah. And I would love for you to talk about what you've been up to. Well, thanks so much, Aaron. I'm really excited about, you know, what uh, I've been working on. I feel like that goes in conjunction with, you know, what we're doing here at Aerial Tribe and been investing in a company called Prodigy Performance, which is a company that is developing amazing supplements that are different. You had a chance to go to the tasting. How was that? They're they're really good. <laughs> like now I don't know any of the science behind yeah. that stuff, but I would eat it. Yeah. So. They 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 were they tasted great, but we really built something. Um, you know, there's so many supplements out there. And as my body's, you know, I've kind of gotten into this just trying to really kind of reshape, you know, and get myself my immunity up and, you know, um just kind of protect my overall body. It's kind of been an amazing lesson about what's available out there and a lot of products and a lot of them aren't that as transparent as they should be. Like, hey, we have these proprietary blends. You're like, well, what's actually in here? So the first question is, what should I be taking? And then the second question is, what am I taking? And so I really, um, it was kind of on my heart and I came across these uh, professional athletes uh, that have an amazing background about developing products. And it was just one of those things where we came together with a common vision. And uh, we're real excited about the products that we're going to be developing and making available to everybody. So, and I'm pretty confident that your your partner in all this will be on our show at some I, point. I think so. I think so. And he happens to be his name is Jason as well. So I might have to go by JJ that episode. Well, you guys are gonna <laughs> you're gonna help me remember your name so I don't say it wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I just feel like that's uh, it's been kind of cool to watch as the little bit you've explained just absorption rates and all the I'm like what what. You know, I, I felt re- the one we, we got a great product line, but the one that I'm actually kind of the most excited about is our green product because it's it, we built it for everybody. It's like I got to wake up in the morning and I kind of have to give my body everything that it needs, and we built it in this green product. And yeah, there's other green products, but I hate the taste of those freaking green products. It's right. like you have to like muscle it down. And so we thought, what if we could develop an amazing product that actually tasted good, and if kids could drink it, then we've got a winner. And that's really what we developed. Uh, and so we're really excited. We have kids like, hey, mom, I would drink that. And the moms are like, okay, this is awesome because they're getting all the nutrition they need. And, and I think why is that relevant to this conversation is that it's what you and I believe. This, this is about our mind, our body, 
and our spirit, all three of them. Mm-hmm. And if our bodies are not functioning at the level, if it's from fogginess or an injury or whatever, it's going to hold us back. It's going to frustrate us. And so really the spirit of prodigy performance is, is fueling that. You know, the reason why we call it prodigy performance, I kind of like to break, you know, prodigy is about what are those gifts and talents that God gives us? Mm-hmm. We all have them. Yep. Um, and then performance is about that daily grind that pushes us into it. So the company was designed to say, we want to fuel that performance, uh, you know, because the prodigy is about hope. That's how I kind of break it down. Mm-hmm. It's always striving to be that person that God designed us to be. Um, and so we want to be a company that is providing that energy. So we're going to inspire and we're going to fuel at the same time. And, and we will talk about this a million times on this podcast, but those, that stuff's all connected. Like 100%. mind, body, and spirit is all, you know, healthy insides, healthy outsides, and vice versa. As we get our outsides healthier, the insides can get healthier too. They do. Like if you're, if you're struggling with chronic fatigue, um, that affects your emotional well-being. Like, it does. Even an injury. I mean, you know, like I've been kind of dealing with this back injury, and I find myself at times like when it flares up, like just kind of being a little bit shorter because I'm, yeah. I'm kind of annoyed because I'm like, I haven't had an outlet to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Someone, it's just... It's all connected. You can't disconnect it. But when you feel good, you know, about yourself physically, it just pours over into your attitude. And you and I have talked about that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. if people wanted to find out about it, where would they go? Uh, they're going to go to the prodigyperform.com and uh, they'll be able to read all of the products. And But more importantly, we are, uh, and I'll, this will be the last piece I'll say about it, we're, we are building this company on our client's shoulders. Uh, we're going to be in the business of telling amazing stories. Mm. Uh, there are just uh, people that I'm getting the chance to meet that their lives blow me away. I'm like, you're a firefighter. She's got five kids. She's done this all with one eye. The most humble human being. I'm like, we have the world needs to know who you are. You know, by inspiring, she just is relentless about God gave me these talents and kind of that, you know, we never obtain prodigy and prodigy is kind of like this glorified term. It's like, no, we don't have to be superstars to be amazing in this life. So, yeah, uh, more to come on it. But, yeah, that's where they can go check it out is prodigyperform.com. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm stoked to see where all that goes. I just feel like, it, first of all, it is a great product, great tasting product, yeah. but it's actually a quality, quality product. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate you asking about it. All right, so let's jump into our focus for yeah. today. Um, we're going to talk about our, our five focus points for phase two of the aerial invitation. And so just by way of review, it's 87 days. First 40 days, you're going to have seven disciplines, seven practices that you're going to do. You're going to have a cleanse where you have no recreational drugs and no alcohol. You're going to have a diet that you're going to stick to. You get to pick that, but you're going to stick to it. Um, And then you're going to have exercise for 30 minutes a day. You're going to spend a spiritual development piece or a reading piece where you're going to spend 30 minutes in the Bible or 10 pages from a book every day. And then um, you have a, a generous generosity piece where you're going to uh, focus on serving someone every day, an affirmation piece where you're going to focus on finding something that you appreciate about somebody and, and speaking it to that person. To that day. person. That's right. And, and I'm, I'm going to qualify that and say, here's the deal. I know once in a while a text message is the best you got, but don't make that your habit. No. Look them in the eye. Look them in the eye. You look them in the eye. And, and if you're like, hey, for some reason, maybe the person that's on your heart, you can't look them in the eye, pick up the phone and hear your words. I literally is right before I saw you before we came in, I was in my truck and I called somebody, just got put it on my heart. 
like, hey, Jacob, I got to tell you, you're an amazing person to work with. I really respect you. You just got to make those connections happen. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'll say this. Here's a funny thing. So uh, my staff has been working through this this uh, invitation and uh, it's been fun because they're they're more or less successful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and the parts that they're struggling with aren't the parts that you think like for me, I, I immediately jumped to, Well, the fitness would be the hard part. That's not been the hard part. I think for most people, the hardest part's been the affirmation piece. And and the interesting thing about that is um, it's not so much that they don't see things that they appreciate. It's the vulnerability of Mm. looking at somebody in the eye. And and so uh, yesterday I had somebody uh, at the office come up to me and go, okay, I'm going to do this encouragement piece. And they wouldn't look me in the eye. They were like this, (laughs) you know, looking around and all that stuff. But it was was kind of fun to... um, to just watch them work through it. But here's the thing. The more you practice it, the better you get yeah. at it, the better that becomes true, just the ethos of the group that you're with, which is meaningful. Like that's transformational all by itself. And, and the other thing, just to jump on that, that's, that's awesome to hear that. The other thing that it translates to, it translates to leadership. We're going to talk more about that. It is one of, the, I think, the biggest missing pieces when we talk about leadership today. You know, people think leading is, is directing. Leading is encouraging. Yes. Right, you might cast a vision, but if you find yourself walking alone, <laughs> you're not leading. You have to pull those people in, and and that, and we're going to talk more about that. I think even today a little bit because uh, it just translates to all aspects of our lives. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The last piece of that of those seven practices is mindfulness, and we want you to take time each day. You don't have to write a novel, maybe even just two or three, four sentences yeah. about how the day went. Uh, what did you see? Um, what are you anticipating? Um, all of that kind of stuff, and that all uh, plays into the overall experience. Now, after that, you got for 40 days, you're going to do that. Then you're going to take a seven-day break, and that break is there for two major purposes. Lots of other purposes that it serves, but two major ones. One is for you to get ready and start preparing for the second uh, 40 days. The other part is to force you to stop and start again. And uh, that has been, again, in the, in the people that, I'm, that are going through this process that I'm observing, um, that's been the the hardest part for the whole experience is the fear of not being able to start back up after they stop. Um, they're like, I got this good momentum, yeah. but that's how life works, right? I, I love it. I mean, I just think you and I have talked about this a lot and we were very purposeful around this because, you know, this is where you really start to to lean into not this being a challenge, but changing your identity. Yeah. And a lot of us can white knuckle, like, okay, I can do this for 40 days and great. But we're like, no, this is, this is not about 87 days. This is hopefully about the rest of your life yeah. and about impacting the others. And so this is the first introduction that you and I believe where it's like, uh-oh, this got real, you yeah. know? Supposedly the rules say I can go eat a donut. You can go eat a donut, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you need to know seven days from now, you're back on the saddle, yeah. you know? So yeah. I have a friend that's doing this that's a type 1 diabetic. I've talked about him, but he is... Uh... He was like, hey, um, I'll, I'll stop the diet and stuff, but like my doctor says I should exercise. Is it okay if I do that? It's like, yeah, do what your doctor says. Do what Always do what your doctor yeah, yeah, says. Yeah, of course. But, but those, you know, he was so concerned about, I want to do it right. I don't want to have to go back to day one, but um, pretty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And watching people wrestle through that. And I do think what you said, I, we're probably going to say this a jillion times. I don't want to get all technical on you, but. Um, a jillion times. A jillion, that's a lot. Uh, yes. It's a lot of times. That's a lot of this times. This is not about a challenge. This is not about ticking it off the list. It's not. This is about transformation of the of the whole person, mind, body, and spirit, and doing it in a community of people that are transforming 
for the better together. Yeah, and and I think just and I think this is important for everyone to to register this. If you know if you're listening to this and you're doing it, or if you're listening to this and you're thinking about it for the very first time, why is it an invitation? It's an open hand. You have to reach out and want to grab that, you know, mm-hmm. versus that challenge of like, okay, I'll push through that and give me my trophy. The answer is no. I mean, that invitation is sitting there waiting for you. Uh, just like a relationship to a certain extent, um, for you to step into it and say, yes, I'm ready to be the person that I was designed to be. Yep. And and if you mess up and have to go back to day one, no shame. No shame. Okay. No shame. The goal is that we can grow to the point where we can knock those hurdles down in consecutive order and and, and not have to go back. But yeah. we'll get there, you know, and we'll do it together. We'll do it together. Okay, so our, so when we step into phase two, we're going to bend all of these seven practices around one of five kind of points of focus. And, and, and these are, they ought to influence how you enter into the 40 days of phase two. Those five focuses are uh, family, business, personal development, spiritual development, or fitness. And you get to pick whichever one you want, and you spend that seven-day break trying to wrestle with that. And um, one of the things that we will make available uh, on our website is like, how do I choose? Yeah. How, what, what, how do I pick all that? And, and I think probably the best, the best, easiest question is which one scares you most? Yeah. I love that. I love that question. Like, which is the one that I want to r- run away from? Well, that's the bear you got to go wrestle that's, with. That's probably the one I ought to press into. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of the idea. And again, do you have to pick that one? No, you can mm-hmm. choose. You're free to choose whatever you want. But you will get out of this what you put into it. Correct. And so that's the hope would be that we would want to, this, this is a hard 87 days. Like it's, yeah. it's difficult. We're disciplining ourselves. Why would you waste the opportunity and but, grow but, something that you didn't really need to grow? Yeah. And, and also too, just, you know, we created these resources. So again, you know, like you just said, Aaron, each one of these has kind of a, a great resource. So if you pick family and and you're listening to this, maybe it's you and your child or you and your spouse or ex-spouse or, you know, uh, maybe you're dual parenting a home, like whatever that is, we've tried to create just some guidance towards, you know, so you don't go, where do I start? Right. right so right, we, right. we developed that. And then the other thing that we've developed for everybody, you know, is this kind of accountability guide. So we have some, a tool, uh, that as you're walking through this, um, you know, to help you go through this. So don't feel like, okay, where do I start? How does this work? Um, We've really laid this out step by step, and it's it's easy to understand, very easy to follow, hard to execute. Yep, and that's okay. Yep, simple and not easy is kind of the point of all growth. <laughs> like growth is not complicated. No, it, it always is. It, you know, here's something. Side note, it just made me think about this. My wife and I have this conversation often. the The excuses of why people succeed or don't succeed are so nuanced. Like that, they're vast. People come with all different kinds of excuses. But the funny thing is success always looks the same. It always does. It, it's, not, it's not complicated. And, and, and for whatever reason you don't want to go, all those excuses are valid. I think it's David Goggins that says, all your excuses are valid and they'll never get you to where you want to go. Like that's, that's just the way it is. They're, they're valid, but success will always look the same. I think it's going to come back to standards plus habits are going to equal your results. Yeah, somebody, I mean, somebody brilliant. I, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to take credit for that. It's just... Like for me personally, it's that. It's like whatever you do, I could examine your life, Aaron, and you could examine mine from my marriage to my business to the friendships and by my results. Yep. Those are the standards that, that are set for Jason, you know? Yeah. And so you're right. 
It's about blocking and tackling. Yep. It's not about doing anything besides that. Yep. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to work. It's just got to work. 100%. All right. So um, we're going to get to pull apart these focus points here yeah. a little bit. But Jason, I want you to talk a little bit about just the Aerial Tribe community um, and, yeah. and how that helps with success. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, a, the reason for this community is, is is encouragement, I think, is the first thing that kind of jumps off the page to me is, mm-hmm. you know, when you know that you're walking through this invitation, you know, with others, others that have voluntarily raised their hand, we just talked about the invitation and have grabbed it and said, yes, I, that's me. And I'm ready for to be the person that I know that's in my heart. So no matter where you're at, right now, as you listen to this, maybe you feel like you're crushing all these aspects of life or all the way down where you're like, I mean, I'm, I'm sleeping in my car. No matter who's listening to this, this community is for you because we can all get better in where we're at, but more importantly, that voice in our hearts. Yeah. You and I talk about this a lot. Where So for us, our faith is important. So the Holy Spirit comes in and says, I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? They lay those visions on your life. And so that to me is the first thing is the encouragement that you can do this. And guess what? We're all going to fail. I mean, you and I talked about this for a kind of rough week. Yeah. Yep. You had a rough, rough one. I did too. I was like, yeah, there were some areas that I failed, but that's a beautiful thing about friendship. That's a beautiful thing about accountability. And that's a beautiful thing about grace and all of those things that we have. Um, you know, and then the, the other part why they should be a part of this community is I think we've done a pretty good job at collecting resources to provide guidance. These are some big topics yes. about, okay, where, <laughs> where do I go if I want to kind of lean into my fitness? Well, we really map that I, I, from beginner to expert. We really feel like we're kind of pointing that direction. Business, you know, if you really want to kind of go into that, I feel like we've really done that as a great job as well. Hey, my spiritual life, it's not too good. Uh, I mean, I mean, kudos to you for what, uh, I mean, you happen to be an amazing pastor, so that helps. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you very much. Um, no, Aaron, Aaron, uh, obviously, he's my pastor, so I love him, and he does an excellent job. But when you see the guidance to that, um, again, as an example, uh, I think everyone's going to be really pleased with that direction and where that kind of opens up. And so I feel like those are the big kind of you know cornerstones to what this community is about and yeah. where we're going. Yeah, I love uh, the idea of community just because – I mean, you know this, when you succeed and you stand on top of this moment of like, I did it, I did the right thing, and you're all by yourself, that is always less than when you succeed and you have other people there to share and support and enjoy and it's so appreciate true. your accolades with you. And and so community is so critical. Like the, the old saying, it's not new, we're better together. Right? Yeah. Um, we're better in connection. We're better in connection. We just are. And because of that, I want to make sure that we provide that opportunity for people. Now, the hope would be like that you would have a group of people that you could do face to face. Yeah. But if you don't, that's okay. Yeah. I think the other thing that happens from this invitation kind of speak about community, even if it's just you, part of what we, part of the process is you got to find an accountability partner. Yep. I mean, even if that, I mean, that's community. It's two people that are taking place. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think kind of what we're seeing is that this has a way to kind of spill over. Yeah. (laughs) All of a sudden, the person who's doing the accountability says, maybe I should look to do this invitation at the same time. Yep. So. Well, and they do. And, and you know that, like, when you talk about, like, hey, here's the, here's the invitation that we're doing. How many times have you talk, talked about it and no one has said, man, I want to do that? That's never happened. Like, every time we talk about it, somebody is like, man, I'm going to, I want to do that. That's yeah, cool. Exactly. Because cool. it's, it spreads. All that stuff spreads. So, yeah. 
um, so there's that piece. Um, you know, the 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 tribe itself also is going to provide you exterior uh, external resources yep. and help you know when what you're dealing with is more than just what a friend should be able to handle. Like it's important that we we understand our limits and when do we need you know, like counseling, yeah, or whatever, whatever that is. So um, that plus plus here's here's the other cool thing that the, that the tribe offers is. Um, experts within your area of focus. Correct. Yeah. We're really planning to bring in specific experts that can really speak life into whatever is happening in the family side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, the fitness side, whatever that is, we're going to, we're going to bring great content to the group. Yep. And that's content that you'll only be able to access through, through, through the tribe. Yep. So we're really going to pour into that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so let's dive into these focus points for phase two. Uh, we'll jump into family first. This is probably, of all the topics, the most complex um, that we're going to tackle. And that's for a lot of reasons. One of them being um, the just family is a really hard thing to define anymore. Like there's a there's just so many different types of scenarios that emerge when we say family. I thought you were just going to say family's hard. I was like, okay, it can family's be hard. hard. Normal family, like normal, leaving yeah. the beaver family is Leave hard. It. Yeah. And, and we've just got infinitely more complex scenarios. Yeah, we do. Now, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, we do. And, and so um, I think that what our plan there on the family side is just to make sure that we can support whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, I mean, if you think about like blended families, you have single parent families, you have extended families. Mm-hmm. Um, there's strained marriages, there's parenting issues. Those we, even just within parenting issues, there's moms with sons, there's moms with daughters, there's dads with daughters, there's dads with sons, there's single parents with kids, there's step parents with sons and yeah. uh, like this the the co-parenting issues. How in the world do, you know that's a whole nother a whole nother wrinkle to family and what the family unit looks like in the 21st century. Um, it, it's family is like for both of us, it's working with our siblings now that we're in our forties yeah. and we're still <laughs> trying to have relationships. Trying to figure our, that out with our siblings, like that—that's yeah. the the crazy, crazy thing. But um, we believe that this process can be really helpful in helping make a progress towards towards wholeness in those relationships. Um, I, I would put one caveat on that, and I, we've mentioned it briefly before, but we're not a counseling service, correct? Um, and that's important. Um, we are a tribe of people who are trying to pull for the best version of each of us. Yeah. And I think we're also trying to help you get pointed in the right direction, right. Or identify the target, right. Right. To where there's encouragement, there's pointed towards the resources. And at some point, if it requires professional counseling, then, you know, you know where you need to lean into that. And we can uh, like, Hey, what's your, what are you learning? What are you, Yeah, and are you executing on that, that accountability piece? Correct. the, the counselor says you should do this. Are you doing it? And, uh, you know, those kind of things. So it's still beneficial, but it's important for us to know where those limits are be, so that we set ourselves up to succeed. Correct. We don't put unfair expectations on all that. 100%. So um, it, how does that affect your 40 days, your second 40 days? Well, here's how. Um, if you're going to focus on family, let's say, and we'll look at the other ones um, in a minute, but if you're going to focus on uh, family, all your seven practices should bend around that idea. And, and here's what that means. That means my, 
uh, like, let's say I want to be a better husband and I want to focus on marriage. I feel like my marriage is the part that I really need to focus on. Then my reading time should be bent around how to improve my relationship with my wife. Correct. And there's, uh, there's volumes out there about that. My affirmations should be bent towards her. My service should be bent towards her. Um, that allows the transformation to be more than just in my actions. It also causes me to change some of those stick points in my own heart, like from the inside out. Um, and, I, and I actually start to put new habits in place that are, are long after the 87-day challenge has gone away or the invitation has gone away. I can stand in that space and still be better and, and have a better marriage. Yeah. I mean, even when you think about generosity, look, what does my wife enjoy doing and want to do? And you're like, the last thing I want to, I'm making something up is knitting. You're like, right. well, honey, let's go to the store and buy some knitting gear. And I can't knit, but I'm sure going to, you know, enjoy the process yeah. of my wife spending time reality doing. television. And I'm like, uh, I do not, I do not <laughs> like it. I do not like it. Yeah. But creating that space where we get to watch that together. That's um, a big win for her. It's a big win for yeah. us because it's a big win for her. Like yeah. the whole process of keeping her spirit open to me. Um, it just makes the whole relationship better. And and I think so many times we want to have a good relationship without sacrifice. Yeah. My, mine is about decorating the house. So yours is reality TV. Mine is like, <laughs> Hey honey, uh, can we, what do you think of this candle, this end table? I'm like the same one I saw 20 minutes ago. Okay. I really love this yeah, idea. This, this is great, idea. honey. Yeah. So, um, yes, but I think those are important things. So again, I think you said it best. The second 40 days is about a bend towards your target, whatever that might look like. Yeah. And so uh, that's awesome. So the second uh, point of focus here potentially is the area of business. And yeah. this is really your world. So why don't you tackle it? Yeah. I, again, uh, coming, yeah, I love business. You've gotten to know me a little bit. And really what I, what I love about this section is that we're really going to provide those, some, some guidance and some direction, not so much, how do I technically could become a better you know, manager or a better sales rep, but at a higher level to find those skill sets that make you a better all executor in the form of really leadership, mm-hmm. no matter where you sit. And so the thing that I always like to talk about, so if you are working in uh, IBM now, or you're looking to start your own business, or you're in your own business right this second, there are universal principles. And those universal principles that I believe in is trust and respect. Everything that we do inside the business world is a brown leadership. And you might say, well, nobody's following me. All I do is I I'm, I'm, I manage up and, you know, there's a bunch of layers above that. The answer is no. The people around you, your colleagues, you're leading them. Yeah. Indirectly, you just don't realize that. And, and so we're going to talk more about that. But really, that theme of trust and respect inside of our business community is something that when you embrace that concept and you are, be, it becomes almost like a daily target, it is amazing how much better a boss you are. It is amazing how much better an employee you are. Because you are building without trust, that the level of trust will let me know how far you're going to go. And trust comes with respect, and it's and it's it's one every day. It's you know the workout the workout quotes you got to pay the rent every day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is the same thing as that you know in the little things when you're in a meeting and you are the boss and you've delegated a project, but somebody on your team had the idea, and guess what? When you go to present that to the group, guess who guess who should get credit? The person on your team. Right specifically, right. hey, that was a great idea by Jacob, you know, to your boss and, and all of that. That's where all of those great fundamental things take place and you get the intangibles in business. And so we're going to really talk a lot about that and 
which develops culture. You and I talk about this. Without culture, you don't have anything. And I really believe that culture is the 21st century uh, competitive advantage. Yes. Because products are commoditized. They're going to continue to get commoditized. So what makes you different are your people now more than ever, now more than ever. So how do you cultivate them? How do you love them? How do you encourage them? How do you invest into them? And so if you want to be that person, if you're listening, as you're listening to this right now, you're like, you're like I want to be that leader I know I can be. I want you to write down right now, trust and respect. How do I, how do I in personally foster that? And I promise you this, the level with your team and those that are around you. So if, if it's at 80%, that's as far as you'll ever go. And so that, that's really what we're going to really dive into and help encourage people. I love that. <clears throat> I was just thinking, as you were saying that good leaders are able to bring out, um, better versions of the people around them, right? Great leaders are able to give credit to people for their ideas. I think that the best leaders will sometimes give credit to other people for their own ideas. Like I have an idea and this person needs a win. So I'm going to let them take credit for mm. it. And I'm going to, because they can succeed that that'll help them succeed in everybody else. It's like that, that that's a piece of culture that I think people don't give enough credit. To. Yeah. I mean, in my current position that I'm at, uh, I feel like all day is um, I'm part of my job is being a big cheerleader in a very authentic way. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the biggest ways to earn the trust and respect. Uh, so this is a tactical thing, I guess we can put out there is, is to be very specific. I can't, I can't just say, Hey, Aaron, you know what? You did a really good job today. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job. Okay. Uh, what? You're like, I have to be like, Hey, Aaron, you know, on that phone call or that meeting today, you know, when you really presented that one piece of the strategy, I just want you to know, you did an amazing job in communicating that. And just, I just wanted you to know that. So what, did that, what does that tell Aaron, who, one, I'm paying attention as boss, two, very specific feedback that's associated to that, and I'm, just, and, I'm, and I'm encouraging them. So think about how that's received on the other end. That, those are the kind of tactics that allow you as a leader to earn more trust and respect. And so if you're in a leadership role, I can't encourage you enough. Like that, that's all you're doing is you're finding opportunities for that. Because then on the flip side, when there's the coaching opportunities on, hey, how can we get better? The receiving of that is, is so much more open and, and um, you'll be surprised how far that goes. Yeah. Yep. So good. All right. So our third category is personal development. And you may uh, feel like this is your uh, space. Like if you're, if you're in a category where you're like, I just, in my life, I am afraid to take risk or I'm fighting anxiety or I have an anger issue or I feel like I'm constantly held back by fear or yeah. the, the, there's some kind of internal thing in me. Um, I keep finding myself here. And when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't like what I see. And that uh, then personal development is maybe the area you want to fix fixate on on this piece. And, and it's really important because it has this will have fingers in every area of your life. Yeah, hundred like percent. Healthier me equals healthier everything else. Yeah, and we and we all have something. <laughs> yeah, right. To some degree, I mean, if you and I are honest, there, there, we we both have insecurities. We both have fear. It's just how do we recognize it and try and tamper it down the best that we can. Yeah. Well, and you know, in my own personal journey, I, I like I see a counselor twice a week, um, just because I, I want to make sure that I'm the best version of me that I can be. And so there's always. If it's not working with something from my past, it's working with, hey, am I handling this scenario today yeah. well? I'm questioning myself here. Or uh, recently, what's been a big topic of conversation for me is um, I'm run down and I feel like there's a lot of pressure coming at me all at once. 
and I don't trust myself to lead well, um, how do I know that I can navigate that well? And and so running with all that, just personal internal stuff and, and responding, uh, you know, not letting my own personal feelings get the best of me in a situation and second guessing coming over the top yeah. at somebody when they didn't deserve Do it, it. You yeah. know, those kind of things. Those are all uh, like everyday development stuff. And we're kind of always in that gear. And this may very well be uh, a space where you're like, yeah, I really need to, I really need to work on that one. Yeah. Um, there's just so many ways that this one can improve our life. But um, to be clear, there, there are levels uh, at which we need to refer you to professional services, probably on this one, more than anything else. And I, I just want to open that up because like, for example, if you wanted to deal with, you're like, man, I was abused in my past and I have a lot of trauma around that. And because of that, I'm fearful of other people. Well, should I work on that? Yes. It, it, can I find healing from that? Yes. But that's one of those things that's a big enough deal. You're going to want um, to be in a context with a... You're going to need to partner with that. A, that's a, a professional. professional. Yeah. yeah. That knows what they're doing because some of us out here that have the best of intentions but don't understand really what that trauma means. And those specific things, yeah. Yeah, can get you in a world of hurt. And it can actually cause what's called a second emotional injury, which is not what we're after. Yeah, and, and just so that everyone knows, you know, how Aaron, when Aaron and I have been putting this together, we've been very honest with one another, like, where does that line? And we've actually, you know, uh, brought in professional counselors to help guide us. Yep. And so, yep. hey, guys, we really love what you're doing. We think this is awesome. Bring more awareness. Uh, so we say this from a place of personal integrity so that everybody here benefits from this, but also know that we've actually gotten professional coaching as to where should you, if you're listening to this and you want to lean into that spe specific area, that you should get professional counseling. Yeah. And we want to, and we'll continue to compile a resource list yeah. for you, not just of um, maybe a counseling service in your area, but what kind of therapy should you be looking for? Because there are just within that world. That's a yeah. vast. Um, that's a big one. And so we want to be able to be a resource for you and make sure that you realize um, we're not going to be the ones to have that conversation with you, but we certainly want to support and resource you in the process of that. You know, the one that it's just kind of listening to that's kind of interesting is that, you know, as you kind of get into the second phase, you might feel at first like, oh, this is really an issue between me and my spouse. But all of a sudden you realize, no, it's actually more of a me issue. It could be more of an anger issue or, yeah. uh, or whatever that issue is. Um, so I really want to encourage everybody as they're listening to this and, you know, and they're going through the invitation that maybe there's, there's an intertwining, like you said, of, cause the person develop is me, Th you're going to be spiritual, physical marriage. And so I just really want to encourage people to think about as they're kind of trying to identify where do I lean in? Yeah. Um, you know. Not to confuse it to be in someone else's problem, but maybe our own. Yeah, and it's so easy. So like when you're in a marriage, for example, this is just speaking out of my own experience. Um, there was a season in several years ago where my wife and I were really struggling to the point where we weren't sure we were going to pull through. And um, we both agreed that the fire that was burning our relationship down rested in her. Um, that's the interesting thing is that we both agreed that fundamentally it was primarily her issue. However, what we unraveled as we've kind of fought for our relationship, as we kind of pressed into connection and working through the stuff together, yeah. is things that I was doing was throwing fuel on that fire. So if I wanted the fire to go out in her, this is one of the number one mistakes we make 
is blaming other people for where we're at relationally and putting the onus on them without owning our part. And I, and I'm guilty of this is, uh, I, what I found was as soon as I quit doing the things that I was doing, as I worked on me and got myself healthier, the fire went out in her and I was like, weird. <laughs> how did, how, <laughs> how does that happen? Yeah, how is me changing, fixing you, you know? <laughs> um, but that's actually really like, even in our, in, in our closest relationships, personal development isn't about the other person be creating a better environment for you. It's about you becoming the right kind of person. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually, I feel like kind of wrestling with that right now as we speak with my daughter. I mean, she's amazing. 15 and a half year old, you know, uh, teenager. <laughs> And, you know, really kind of going, you know, why are you, you know, how sometimes I feel like, why are you not more grateful or why are we complaining or whatever that's going on? And I'm finding my impatience going, okay, how, how can, what can I control? What can I do, Jason Jenkins, inside this environment? And it's been pretty amazing just in this last week. I mean, so again, for all transparency, it's something that I'm personally battling here going, okay, where is this coming from? Yeah. You know, how, how, what's going on in my heart? That it's, I loved your analogy that, wow, when I can help put that, you know, I'm not causing more fire. Oh, that's kind of going down. Um, just walking in. Hey, honey, I love you. Your dad's here. Can I get you a glass of water? You know what I mean? Just like these little weird things that versus like, can't you get up and get it? Or, you know what I mean? Be more grateful and look what I do. And yeah. uh, so it, it really is, um, you know, for all listen, we're, we're, we're trying to figure this out with you. Yeah. And I, it's one of the things I love about the aerial tribe community is we're not coming at this from a position of being fixed. No. We're coming at this from a position of being determined to be the best people we can be. Yeah. And we believe that we do that better in community. And we're just inviting people along on the journey with us and for, for us and for yourself yeah. um, that we can do this all. We just get to have microphones and tell you about all our problems sometimes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just facilitating the discussion. You That's guys it. help us out. You That's right. Out That's right. So fourth category, spiritual development. And this is probably the one I'm most passionate about. It's what my career is in um, as a pastor. But I think we all have, you know, these big questions about what is the meaning of life? And, you know, is there something else out there? And, yeah. You know, I think... David in, this, in the eighth Psalm, he says, when I, when I look at the night skies and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, what is man that you're mindful of him? Like when you, when you consider the bigness of the universe, we can get to feel really, really small. And does, do we matter? And, and you know, our perception of, of God and, and how we connect to him, it's affected by so many things, so many things. And this would be a space to work on some of those things. People have issues with God for lots of reasons. Um, some are due to bad theology that they were taught when they were kids. Uh, for some, they had a hurtful experience that happened and that tainted, especially um, if it happened from, in, from within a church or uh, other religious institution. Or um, like how many times have you heard the, the classic, I, was, I went to Catholic school and the nuns whacked my hands with a ruler, yeah. and, you know, and that scarred people in a negative sense towards towards faith and towards religious expression, or specifically if you didn't grow up religious, but you had a, a rough relationship with your dad, that really has a tendency to color people's perception of God and spiritual things and all that. Um, so people have all these relationship issues with God and with their own spiritual well-being and what does it mean and what do I anchor to and can I be spiritual but not religious and which I, you know, when you pull those words apart, I feel like that's really silly, but we hear that a lot in, yeah. this, in this world. Um, you know, there's so many things around that that are, that are significant and so core to who we are. 
is if our spiritual selves are really grounded and squared away, that opens up opportunity for wholeness in so many other areas. Um, this would be a space uh, where we could really have an opportunity to develop that piece. And so, you know, for example, yeah. your reading should be focused around that. Your your affirmations and your uh, your generosity should be towards maybe your relationship with God. Like, um, like when you see somebody do something, you, you maybe to say, you know, I see God working in you this way. You yeah, it, it starts to help us shape how we do those those affirmations in that. You know, when I've been thinking all a lot about this lately, and so I'll just for those listening, I, I grew up in a Christian home. I was fortunate enough; my parents, you know, sent me to a Christian school. I mean, all the way through college, and so that was kind of one of those. I just, that's what I grew up knowing versus having that kind of relationship. And so recently I've been wrestling with the idea of the picture in my mind for my walk with Christ is more of a friendship, mm. you know, like what should that be like? Like, I'm just going to go for a walk with God. And so what, what, how does that feel? And like, you know, what does that love look like? So when I think about that expression, and I think about the spiritual development, I just want to encourage everybody, like, you know, this is, it's amazing. Talk about the root of fear. We talk about the root of, of a lot of these different challenges. And so for me, it's been um, kind of an emotional little piece to kind of pull apart because I've been, because I've been thinking about it more like, what would an amazing friend look like? And, and for some reason, it's kind of made it more tangible. I don't know why, but it just has. Well, I think one of the things I would observe about you is just that you're one of the more intentional friends that I have, that I know, right? Like you try to be intentional in all of your relationships. So it doesn't surprise me that you're wrestling with that in your relationship with God. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. I appreciate you listening to me, pastor. All right. I will. So last category is fitness. Jason, why don't you tackle that one? Yeah. So the, the fitness care area, uh, we kind of touch on the front side, but really passionate about what this is to meet you where you're at. So if you're like, I, I haven't done anything for a really long time, or you're a professional athlete, you know, we really want to speak into this because we really believe like your body, it is, it is our shell, it is our temple. It is like the first line of defense so that you can go wrestle with these other issues that we kind of touch base up on. Yeah. You know, so when your body is there for you to support it, your immune system's strong, you're functional, right? This isn't a matter about going and doing something crazy, but you're functional. Um, and so we have developed, um, you know, kind of beginner you know, intermediate, advanced type program. So if it's just, hey, what does a cardiovascular program look like? What does a weight program look like? What should I be taking from a supplement perspective that can really help engine what I'm trying to do? Um, you know, we try to get through all the noise that's out there. So we're really proud of this section that we put together and we're going to bring on some great speakers uh, inside the tribe, you know, that's really going to pour into uh, more for you around this. And so we're excited to hear how people's bodies physically transform. You're seeing it. Um, I've seen it take place. It, it is pretty spectacular. It, it kind of amazing how fast we can actually transform our bodies. Yeah. It, it really is. Yep. It really and, is. And you know what's interesting is as my body transforms, how it changes all the other pieces of me. It just does. Like I, I, I like, I like clothes shopping. <laughs> I like it and I like putting on clothes and going, you know what? I actually look pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm no bodybuilder, but I, 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 hey. I mean, in comparison to where I was where you were. and and I've shared that on other 
episode, you know, I was, as you were thinking about, or you, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about a friend of mine who, um, since really uh, November, he has been in excruciating pain and has been around his gall- gallbladder and some different things. They've been trying to get on top of figuring out what's going on. Um, and he, it, every day, is in so much pain physically mm. that he has literally uh, put a countdown timer on his phone of how much longer he has to live. Oh, geez. Like his mental state is so low. Yeah. His emotions are so worn down. Simply because his body's in so much pain. And I've seen people deal with chronic pain and they're just like, I don't want to. Like, yeah. when our body isn't right, it it dramatically impacts every part of our being. Uh, and, and so to take it and put it in a place where it can actually feel good, even when, you know, for me, at pushing 300 pounds where I was, um, my back hurt all the time. And like it... it Beyond the energy level and which was low and, you know, I don't want to go out and be active. I want to watch a movie, um, which always means more snacks, which perpetuates yeah. the problem, you know, yeah. um, all those things going on, like beyond all of that, I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel good enough to actually do any of that. And it winds up just your quality of life. Yeah. Like, and, and especially, you know, I watch my parents now who are in their late seventies um, and the things that they were doing or not doing at my age in my forties are showing up now Correct. in their quality of life. Um, and because we don't get to pick when we die, yeah, we just have to live. Like the hope would be that we would have a quality of life that's <clears throat> worth living. Yeah, I, I see it with my dad. My dad is, I think, seventy three and can barely move because his knees and just, he just didn't take care of himself, you know. And so, this really is an area that we kind of we all logically know, right? yeah. uh, but we really want to encourage you, but give you the tools and the resources to cut right through the clutter and and encourage you, but also give you a practical path no matter where you're at. Yeah. And that's what we developed. And and again, uh, encouragement along the way. I mean, having members like literally going on Facebook, like, hey, I'm walking, I'm doing push-ups, or, you know, check out my abs, whatever. Yeah. It, we want to we ce- celebrate those victories uh, because, I mean, not only is it uh, like psychologically there, but we know medically, like when the endorphins are released and you're working out, you you feel better. I mean, yeah. th- th- that God designed us that way. So yeah. let's uh, let's go try to get the most out of it. Yeah. So I'm excited about that piece. And again, my hope would be that we wouldn't overly fixate on any one of these things because then it becomes about a a challenge and not a transformation. Right? Yeah. They're all connected, but we all have these points of emphasis that we need to have at one point or another. And so. Uh, hopefully, as we focus on one, it bleeds into all the other pieces. 100%. But that's our, our five points of focus for phase two. And, and you can wrestle with those as you're in the process. And, and that's always fun to talk through with, with your accountability people. Like, hey, which one do you think I should work on? And listen to them speak about how they see you and, and, and see how accurate it is as far as how you see yourself. And um, it's really interesting. So anyway, any closing thoughts here before we take it down? Yeah, no, I just want to encourage everybody, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, we really enjoy bringing this to you. We hope you feel the same as well. Uh, you know, so share it with uh, family, friends, just about Aerial Tribe and this invitation. And, and let us know. I mean, post, let us know about your successes. Uh, we are here to encourage you. Um, if there's any, you know, chance on the content, let us know. Uh, again, we are here to build this for you and around you in this community. Uh, and do take a take a look at uh, what we're offering inside the tribe. 
I think you're going to find a lot of value in that as well. Awesome. All right. Until next time, I'm Aaron with my boy JJ, and we will talk to you again soon.